Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, and welcome along to another edition of The Rodcast with me, Paul Johnson. I hope you're well. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking to Nathan about how to catch grayling those elusive fish that dwell in our fast-flowing rivers across the UK. And I'll also be out on the beaches testing the Daiwa Sandstorm Beachcaster range. Can't wait for that. That's in our Tackle on Test feature. Oh, Tackle on Test time of day. Uh, love this. We're so lucky here at the Rodcast. I was surprised to find a package landed at our office, in other words, my studio, just two days ago now, looking rather like a fishing rod in a tube. It was very, very exciting to me. And um, I opened it up, and it was a fantastic new Daiwa Sandstorm rod. That's a beach caster rod. And um, I particularly asked for a beach caster of the new range of power rods from Daiwa. But the power rods with a budget as well, they're quite reasonably priced these, so they're really good value for money, a kind of mid-range cost if you've got money to spend and you want to buy a nice new rod for somebody's birthday or just treat yourself and you're quite a regular fisherman and you want some good quality beach caster gear. This rod's got to be certainly worth looking at the one i've got here is the 13 foot 6 rod which is basically the 13 foot 6 version of the rod rung for multiplier there's also a 12 foot 6 rod for multiplier and there's also a fixed spool version of this rod in 13 foot 6 and 12 foot 6 all in two sections now the sandstorm's been around quite a while now a good few years you can't miss them anybody using a sandstorm on the beach in the daytime they're bright yellow and black so from about half a mile away you'll notice straight away that that person's using a Daiwa sandstorm and the one I've got is a Daiwa 1422M and I unwrapped it and it's lovely and it's shiny very good quality rod the blank feels really good all the rings look really nicely lined very well colour matched uh, the aluminous tape at the top on this particular one that they put on for me was very very good um, nice bright yellow the rod itself feels so light I have used the older version of this rod the older power uh, caster which was the old sandstorm which as i say came out quite a few years back now and it was very sort of 
quite a soft rod and it was made really for pendulum casting and overhead thumps but with this new rod it's more targeted at the modern way of casting which is mostly off the ground um, or you could get away with your your good overhead pull and throw type cast but either way this is a stiff rod and it's funny that we find they're bringing stiff rods back into fashion now because my old faithful leader, Riptide, is a very stiff fixed ball rod, which I've had donkey's ears, and I always thought it was the perfect rod and the perfect stiffness, but Daiwa always develop in tackle, and they're very good at doing so. So, living 10 minutes from the beach, um, what I did, obviously, is took it up to the beach and put it together. It was quite a windy day when I went up there, and we've had some calm days down here of late, but uh, it was a bit of a breeze blowing, luckily enough, um, from behind me, so it didn't affect the casting too much. What I will say about this rod is it has coasters, so with the coasters, you can move up and down, and you can find your own position on this rod to put your reel on, which is great because if you like to do a more distance cast and you can slide that reel if you multiplier right down low within about a foot of the butt the bottom of the butt if you wanted to which gives you about a 13 foot rod then uh, and you can cast it that way or if you put a fixed spool on this rod and this particular one I must say the Sandstorm 1422 apparently works with a fixed spool as well so I wanted to try that as well but first what I did is I strapped my old faithful Mag Elite on and that was my red Mag Elite CT, um, the high speed Mega Elite, which I reviewed to tackle on test of time just a couple of weeks ago. Um, so I thought that was the ideal kind of partner for this rod. I put that on, um, a shock leader, etc. I cast out five ounce weight. It does say it will go up higher on casting weights, but five ounce is perfect for this rod. And the first cast I tried was an off the ground cast. And I must say, it did fly. It felt great in the hand. I felt like I'd got the right sort of springiness in the rod of the stiffness to throw that weight out. And I must have touched over 100, 120 yards with it on my first cast, which for me was, was quite impressive, actually. So I reeled that in rather quickly. I thought, well, I'll try just a normal overhead thump. Went out nicely. Not so far as the first cast, but the rod again felt good for any casting style, really. But certainly comes into its own when I put the weight on the ground across the shingle and I did an off the ground cast which we're familiar with we talk about casting um, on another show maybe we'll have a little casting session but my overhead casting was working well with it but certainly the rod definitely flew when I made the rod work a bit harder by doing an off the ground cast it really did fly out um, fish wise I'm not sure how it would handle a fish because to be really honest I wasn't fishing I was just casting this I just wanted to test the actual feel of the rod but i got the feel of quite confident with the rod and it gave me a quite a nice feel in the hand and as i was reeling in the weight um, i could feel it bouncing across the shingle and i could get an idea of how that would perform uh, with a fish on and to be honest i think it's going to be fantastic uh, what i will do is i'll uh, i'll take it proper fishing one day and uh, i'll use it in a nice cod bash up in the winter and that'll really tell me whether this rod is worth its salt but to be honest um for mid-range costing i mean these average i mean you search around shop around for these rods but you're starting really averagely speaking on the money probably for the 12 foot 6 fixed ball version between 130 145 quid um on the 
fixed ball 13 foot 6 version you're probably looking at around about an average of about 138 to 158 and on the multiplier versions of the rod um, the 12 foot 6 multiplier probably about 140 pound to 150 not a bad price for a rod this good the blank feels really good the carbon feels brilliant on this and you get the feel, after using it for about an hour or so anyway, I get the feel that this rod would really grow with you and um, probably make a good companion, a good fishing tool for many years to come. There's not many of these on the second-hand market, which to me seems to say that they are very good rods. It's common sense. If there's a, a glut of them on the market, then obviously you know they're going to be getting rid of them. But this certainly, I think, is an improvement, an improvement on the older Sandstorm with its stiffness. Um, doesn't look a lot different but it feels quite different in itself on the 13 foot 6 version which was the one i had averagely costing around about 155 to 165 pound but as i say shop around check what deals are going so last thing i did with the rod is i took my multiplier off and i strapped my diaria emblem onto this my diaria emblem and i put that reel on and the same thing it casts beautifully with that probably want to get a, a a sandstorm rod that's rung for fixed spool although it did cast perfectly well and i don't think it made much difference to be fair on the 13 foot 6 version whether i was going to use a multiplier or a fixed spool but i tend to like a few less rings with my fixed spool rods just because of my casting style but overall brilliant moonraker uh was a good rod back in the day it's been superseded by the sandstorm of course and then now the new sandstorm which for an average angler damn good rod i would uh, highly recommend it so that's tackle on test today um if you want one go and find one the day iowa sandstorm range well worth looking into tackle on test next week we'll have something else to test for you this is Paige, the co-host of giggly squad and i want to tell you about a company that i've been loving olive in june Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Baffled, a brand new podcast bringing you some amazing facts that are complete nonsense. Imagine the likes that, that would get on Instagram, you having a quick one up a lamppost on the moon. Incredible. So you basically saying the reason the dinosaurs stopped living is because they all collectively made a decision to have no more children. They're talking. I think until ten years ago, I I still shared the bathwater that my parents were in. You can find us wherever you got this podcast. Just search for Baffled Amazing Facts. Okay, here we are again on the roadcast, my favourite time of the show, talking to my mate Nate Green, a resident specialist specimen hunter, and it is absolutely freezing these days, and most people are going to be packing up and thinking, fishing, not a chance, mate, I'm not going fishing, it's too cold, apart from nutters like us out on the beach fishing for cod, um, which we'll talk about uh, in another show how to catch cod off the beach but we're talking a freshwater species that's very good at fishing in this cold weather and that's grayling nate how are you anyway by the way i'm not bad i'm not good, bad nice yeah. to see you yeah. my toes are a bit cold but yeah, yeah, yeah it just cool yeah so we're going grayling fishing uh plenty of hot coffee needed isn't it I, I have been known even to carry a hip flask hey, with up, a bit yeah. of something a bit stronger in, oh, yeah. in my back pocket when I'm uh, grailing fishing because uh, it really is a, a, a day's fishing that I associate with the coldest weather. Yeah. You know, these days where the frost stays on the grass all day long. Yep. The coldest of cold, you know, short days and, yeah. No fishing trip is complete without your, your little hip flask of whiskey to keep you It, it certainly keeps you... Uh, I don't know if it keeps you warm or just keeps you uh, not caring about being cold, but it's, uh, yeah. it's useful sometimes. Yeah. The trouble with it, I've found with, with, with long fishing trips, like we go out the beach all night, is that I do love a whiskey or two, but I have to have my mate who who only drinks black coffee with me because he does the driving. Yes, Because quite right. often, yeah. you know... It's always you, useful to take a I designated can, driver if you're going to... Uh, yeah, I can imagine like a lot of people... Like, I'm not saying it, obviously, but, you know, you you know, fishermen, they're out all night, have a few whiskeys. I bet some of them are a little bit over the top if they're trying to drive. Maybe. Not Maybe. a good thing yeah. to do. Yeah. Just I don't do it. certainly wouldn't be recommending that. So, grayling, I mean, a little... I don't know much about grayling. You love fishing for them, don't you? They are a really great fish to catch, and they're not... Not really a fish that I, I guess not many of the listeners will have much of an opportunity to fish for them. But I've never. If you them. ever do get a chance, you've just got to go because they are such fun fish to catch. I mean, gra- grayling are actually a game fish. They've got an adipose fin, which makes them a game fish. Oh, so right. they're related more closely to like trout and salmon than, right. than you know your roach or yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever that we call coarse fish. But they are sort of a crossover species in that coarse anglers will fish for them with coarse tackle. You can fly fish for them. Yeah. Um, my my first grayling ever was actually caught specifically fly fishing for them. Talking mostly about trotting for them with maggots. Yeah. Okay. And uh, oh, they do take maggots then. They yeah, love. Really? Maggot, yeah, yeah. Ooh, You'll be fishing relatively shallow, fast flowing, and crystal clear rivers, which is basically where grayling live. Cold conditions, clear rivers, fast flowing, clear rivers over clean gravel. 
So it's not your leisurely summer fish, then. It's not it's hard and, work. You know, although you could you could catch them in the summer Ooh. if they're there. You, they really they lend themselves to the to the, the times winter. of the year that you're really struggling to catch everything else because it's so yeah. cold. You know, yeah. they're quite a handy fish in that. Yeah, in that aspect are, in because you can you can yeah. go. Oh, it's been you know it's been minus five for six days. Nothing else is going to be biting. All the lakes are frozen over. Why not go grayling fishing for the day? You know. Ooh. Great stuff, and that's quite a specialist on tackle, isn't it? This yes, because of the techniques you're using, you'll be you'll be most likely you'll be trotting. You'll be using a long rod, a light line, quite a small hook, a very small hook. You know, eighteens and twenties, quite a lot of time, like one maggot. Really? Because you've got a small mouth. Because you they've got quite a small mouth, but wow. also they're they're visual feeders. And don't forget, you're fishing like crystal clear river. Yeah, so I see. Yeah, I usually quite often use an olivet rather than shot to get the bait down to the level that the fish are at quickly. Mm. Because a lot yeah. of the time you're fishing like quite short runs through gravel and you want your bait down fishing. You haven't got five or six seconds for your float to all set, for your line to all settle out and, and get down to depth. You you want it down there fishing straight away. So it's quite a specialist way of fishing. Yeah, Once you've got it right, yeah. it is so much fun. It's quite active as well because um, trotting, if anybody doesn't know, you know, obviously you're moving your float up and down to cast upstream and watch it drift yeah, you're, down. You're, you're sort of, you'll be, You'll be putting the float out either out across the river from you or slightly downstream, and you'll be just letting it run on the current. At, yeah. the, at the same, you're you're letting your bait go down basically at exactly the same rate as your loose feed. So you'll be feeding maggots. You go through quite a lot of maggots in a day bet, in a day yeah. fishing like this. Yeah. You don't. You're not carrying much gear. You've just got a rod and a reel and a landing net and a little maybe a rucksack or something with mm. your tackle box in it. But you don't need much stuff because it's always going to be the same rig. It's you, almost you, like gorilla fishing in a way. Yeah, you need yeah. a handful of floats, yeah. you know, a, a few different Pocket sets pool. of hook yeah. lengths, you know, yeah. some some hooks, and that's it. You know, you're off. You can get away with a waistcoat like sort of a, a fly angler would be using, really. And the good thing about grayling is you quite often catch them quite quickly as well, so you can sort of feed for 10 or 15 minutes. It's not like trotting for chub, which we'll cover, mm. at, you know, another time in the year. You, you can trot for chub and you can feed for an hour for chub to, to draw fish up. Grayling is sort of more... You're more kind of going to them, feeding for a little bit, trotting few, yeah. trotting through a few times, and and you know if you start getting bites, then you'll stay there until you're not getting bites anymore. But quite often you'll you'll fish a swim for maybe an hour, and then you'll move on to another run because you've sort of exhausted that swim. Yeah, they're not a they're not a kind of big shoaling fish, so there'll be like a, you know a handful of them in the swim. Yeah. yeah. So you sort of once you stop getting bites, that's it. You move on to the next. Next place. And I suppose, you know, you've, you're throwing out a handful of maggots for, for about an hour just to get them interested and trotting down with your maggot. It's a bit often like with on the move, ground baiting on the move, really, isn't well, it? Well, often with grayling, you catch them first time through. Yeah. You know, just a, you just flick a few maggots out and, and run your float through and bang, you'll get one straight away. Mm. Another thing that's worth saying on, on these rivers, most of the rivers where grayling exist, trout also exist. Yeah. And when you're yeah. feeding a lot of maggots quite often you'll start attracting trout from downstream. Mm. And quite often on, the, on this gear, trout love a maggot. Do they? And they wow. will yeah. just wreck your gear, basically. That You know, oh. that you're, if you hook a big trout, particularly a sea trout, on these lower lowland rivers, you can hook a sea trout every now and then. Yeah. And they'll just burst off out of the swim, you know. Your chances of landing them are slim. You know, yeah. you, you can land them, but That's you amazing. don't really want be that. Careful. So a lot of the time you, you, you catch the grayling quite early on. Yeah. You don't, you're not targeting trout. You don't really want to catch the trout. 
You're wouldn't there for say the no. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't say no. It's supper, you're, isn't it? you're there for the grayling, so you're uh, yeah. you're wanting to catch the grayling. And anyone who's ever caught grayling will giggle at this next uh, sentence. You you cannot hold them for love nor money. Really? They are the strongest little fish, and wow. they will not calm down in your hands. You know, amazing. All you want is a photograph. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but they. <laughs> They, they don't want to. They are not having any. A little of bit it. camera shy, are they? You know, if you take a look at my sort of Facebook page, there's quite a few photos of me, you know, with Ooh. a banana shaped grayling or like a grayling in midair where I'm trying to juggle it or, you know, me just creasing up laughing because I can't get hold of this fish, you know. <laughs> Anyone who's done any fishing for grayling will, will know what I'm talking about. And it just, if you're, if you're spending a day, particularly in the freezing cold, you, you go a bit silly anyway, don't yeah, you? If, oh, yeah, if you're yeah. spending a day with don't a good just, friend, trying yeah, for grayling, it's such a lovely day Great and you laugh. just laugh and laugh yeah. and laugh, you know, when, yeah. when you can't get hold of them. It's so funny. The tackle on this then, what sort of rod's the best for it? I suppose quite a flexible one, almost like a fly rod maybe, or am I wrong there? No, you, no. you want, for trotting, you want, you really, this is one of the situations where I will say, you know, get yourself designated trotting rod. It can be expensive. Obviously, buy things to your own budget. You know, go second hand if 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 you you know if you need to to set a, a tighter budget, go second hand. You'll get mm. a, a really good rod for fifty quid second hand. Yeah. Um. But if you can get yourself a fourteen or even a fifteen foot trotting rod, they're specialist application, so you're not going to use it for much. But it's definitely a tool for a job, and it will just help you run that float true down the river mm. without it sort of pulling back towards you on yeah. the current the shorter yeah. your rod is the harder it is to correct that line and keep it running down straight behind the float the longer the rod is the more control you've got over it yeah do you find um you need quite a large float to give you that weight to cast or, or yeah when, actually, i'm just thinking in the winter it's quite windy sometimes actually surprisingly a little, little float is not going to do the yeah. job is it a lot of people would associate you know trotting with maggots with like little tiny stick yeah, floats little yeah. four bb jobbies and that yeah. but you know, the, these rivers, they flow really fast. The bigger the float is, the more control you've got over it because it's it's sort of, um, it's difficult to explain, but they kind of, they run truer through the swim. Yeah, I've got you. And it's only something you'll learn through kind of experience, but a little float is very easily sort of buffeted around by the current and things like that, whereas yeah. a, your, your big float with a, quite a lot of weight down the line, mm. it actually just runs much truer. Another thing we'll probably talk about is like centre pin reels. You yeah. don't have to use a centre pin reel, but they devil's are, they, the are devil's they are great fun once you've learned how to use one. They will cause you many nervous breakdowns. Yeah, but, but once you've learned how to use one, they're great. I've fun. used one before, and I ended up just spending the whole day trying to untangle it, and, and I, I just never again. No. I, I, I vowed that day never to use a centre pin reel again. Ever. There's anglers and there's danglers in there. <laughs> yeah, maybe I didn't have the the skill set. Is that what you're saying? I yeah. think. Uh, yeah. All the patience. It's, it's something that's worth just worth looking into. You know, get used to using it down your local pond that's full of carp, and you know, get used to playing fish on it and Boy. stuff like that. And then maybe have a go trotting with one because although I'm far from a purist. It, it is really a, a lovely way of fishing once you've got it sussed, but it does take a, you know, it takes a bit of getting used to. But couldn't you just like have a little, like one of the little freshwater multipliers and leave it, let, let, let it run, like you, a bait runner? You wouldn't be able to use a, a multiplier, but, little you, one. but no? you would be able to use uh, any any sort of small fixed spool reel. You want it to be light. Would you take the bail arm off and just let it trot Yeah, down? and yeah. just use yeah. your finger 
to to control the line coming off the spool. So you sort of yeah, dab, got, yeah. dab your finger onto the edge of the spool to hold your line back and then let go when you want to let a bit more line off. Bait, um, I suppose it's a maggot. It's a small hook again, you know, uh, small hooks. But um, as far as distance from the float, the depth again, would you kind of want that bubbling along the bottom or would you, you want it you, midstream? You, you, they tend to sit... On the on the bottom, on the bottom yeah. not not touching the bottom, but they tend to sit Just down off, low, yeah. and I think they're visually looking for things for yeah. food items coming above them. Or a good way, actually, of selecting bigger grayling is uh, sweet corn, which oh, right. seems yeah, okay. weird. Well, it's yellow, doesn't, I suppose. Doesn't make sense, Visual. but yeah, they do love a bit of sweet corn, and it right, and it yeah. does often pick out the bigger fish. <laughs> uh, great stuff, Nate. Thanks a lot for that grayling. Winter, cold winter grayling fishing. I'm going to go. I uh, look forward to it. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Okay, sadly, that's all we've got time for on this edition of the Rodcast. But thanks for joining us. And join us again next time, where we'll be talking to somebody about fishing during the COVID crisis. Can we go? Is it safe to go? How do you feel about fishing in the COVID crisis? So tell your mates to make a date with the Rodcast and join us again next time on the Rodcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.